Welcome to Your Strata Property, the podcast for property owners looking for reliable, accurate and bite-sized information from an experienced and authoritative source. To access previous episodes and useful strata tips, go to www.yourstrataproperty.com.au. Hello and welcome. I'm Amanda Farmer and this is Your Strata Property. Kelly Wright is the Managing Director of Wright & Lee, where she leads a team of strata experts who act as owner advocates for individual strata owners. Kelly is also the Managing Director of Strata Influence, delivering individualised training programs to the strata industry. Before starting Strata Influence and Wright & Lee, Kelly gained over 20 years' experience as a strata manager, including as a Director of Archer's Body Corporate Management. Today, I'm delighted to welcome Kelly Wright, from Wright and Lee. Welcome, Kelly. Thank you, Amanda. It's a pleasure to be a guest on your podcast. Lovely to have you. Kelly, I'll start by asking you to tell us a little bit about what an owner advocate is. Certainly. As an owner's advocate, we represent the best interests of individual owners in strata title schemes. Owners of apartments, units, townhouses, and commercial offices and shops even. We're a voice for owners who might otherwise put up with the status quo or even though that may not be in their best interests. We offer legislative and procedural advice, which is not influenced by the sometimes competing groups within a strata scheme. We assist owners in obtaining fair outcomes, really. I've been a strata manager, I own strata properties, and I'm on a committee. I can empathise with all the different points of views. Sounds like really important work. It is very important work. Why do you think it's so critical for strata owners to have an owner advocate? Well, when someone buys property, it's the largest investment that they'll probably ever make in their life. Yet all too often, they fail to protect that investment. Bad decisions or inactivity in a strata scheme can be costly and it may have a negative impact on the value of their investment. The strata legislation is complex. It's not easy to understand and you really need quite an in-depth knowledge or understanding of the legislation to get by day to day quite often. So as an owner's advocate, we're available to come in where there are problems, but owners, sometimes owners have have left or or didn't realise that there was a problem until it was too late. But we also come in earlier for a lot of owners and try and prevent those problems from ever arising. It's so true what you say about the complexities of strata and strata law and the legislation. Do you think owners realise that when they're going into strata or do you think it all comes as a bit of a shock? It comes as a shock, definitely. Most people who purchase in strata have absolutely no idea what they're buying into. And it can be a wonderful lifestyle if you're going to live there yourself and it can be a fantastic investment but a lot of people really don't understand what they're getting into. Yeah, that's definitely been my experience talking to new strata owners. Now Kelly, can I ask you to share a story if you've got one around how you've helped an owner with your skills as an owner advocate? Certainly. I've got one story in particular and it it's really quite sad but very rewarding. I represented an owner who had been discriminated against, victimised, bullied, and it was that bad that after only eight months of purchasing his apartment, he felt he was going to have to sell and move out. Mm. It was very uncomfortable for him and very, very stressful. 
He purchased two apartments in this one building and his plan was to live in one and to let one stay in the hotel letting pool. So it was a mainly hotel, uh, sorry, a holiday letting business. Mm-hmm. But what he didn't realise when he purchased there was that no owners had ever lived on site. They had right. always purchased just for investment. So he was the first ever owner to actually move in and live there. This didn't go down very well with the building manager because he was taking one of the apartments out of the letting pool so that building manager was no longer going to be earning income out of that lot. So he wasn't very popular. The committee had been in place for many, many years. The chairperson of the committee owned more than 50% of the lots so was very controlling in what happened. This poor owner... No matter what he requested or what he bought up, it was always denied or ignored by the Mm. committee and the building manager. And most of the committee, they all did live either interstate or overseas. So they were never there on site and couldn't see some of these things. There were some really major safety and security issues that were all just being ignored. Mm. There were repairs and maintenance that needed to be done, and that was for a safety issue that no one would agree to do. And he asked for approval to install things like storage cage in his car park. And even though a number of the other apartments had installed them, he was denied approval, Mm -hmm. even though his request was exactly the same as what was already there. Anything that he bought up, he bought up some energy efficiency areas that would have saved money for all owners. He highlighted overcharging that was happening which again would have resulted in savings for owners, but all of that was ignored. He was then constantly breached on bylaws. Oh, gosh. Yeah, it was so sad. And and he was being breached on bylaws that other occupants were breaching all the time. And there were minor things. You know, he put up Christmas lights the week leading up to Christmas. He was breached. (laughs) How dare he? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, just little things that were just, it was just constant niggling at him or ignoring anything that he raised. It was a constant source of stress and his health really started to suffer. And the building was deteriorating during this time. Mm. So he made contact with us at Wright and Lee out of total frustration Mm. and we were able to step in we also had difficulty with the committee and the building manager. It wasn't it wasn't easy. But because we know the legislation, we know the industry, and we know what it takes to manage a building well, we were able to come in and fight for that owner. And through conciliation and adjudication, we were able to get all of the outcomes that he had been fighting for. By that time, it was 12 months. So, you know, it it was just 12 months of absolute hell for mm. him. And until he had a champion in his corner that knew the ins and outs of strata and how to deal with managers, how to deal with committees, he was banging his head against a brick wall. Absolutely. Yeah. Very sad. Very sad. But great to hear you were able to get that result for him. Yes. Now, a couple of things in what you've said there, you mentioned with this particular owner, he's bought into a building where it's all holiday lets. He didn't realize until he's moving his stuff in that that's the case. I imagine that's not an uncommon occurrence. And is there anything that owners can be doing when they're buying in terms of investigations, finding out about the building? Did he do anything wrong by getting into that situation? Is there anything he could have done to to educate himself before he bought the unit? 
Yeah, look, he really should have done searches on the body corporate or the owner's corporation. Right. So that's, is that searching their books and records? Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And there's experts who do that too. Yep. You know, an, an owner going and, and searching the books and records probably doesn't know what to look for. Mm. So it's, they won't know unless it really stands out that there are any issues there. So it is best to bring in a um, an expert to look at that. Yep, because once you've signed that contract, that's mm-hmm. it. Once you're in there, that's right. Okay, great that you could step in for him in the way that you did. Does that include attending meetings and writing correspondence? What exactly is it day-to-day that you would do through Wright and Lee? Certainly, it depends on the owner's requirements. We have some owners who we vote on their behalf. We receive all of their paperwork. We read through it for their meetings. We vote on their behalf and we give them a one-page report each year that just tells them the things that they need to know uh, instead of them just ignoring all the paperwork that does come out or reading it and not understanding Mm. it. So for those owners, we vote as if we were the owner. We vote in their best interests. For other owners, we're just bought in for a specific issue. They might want to get approval to do something and just don't want to have to deal with the body corporate or the owner's corporation on it. So we come in and we do all of that for them. It really just depends on what that owner is wanting. And we have a couple of owners where we actually sit on the committee as their representative. So we're quite flexible in in what we can do for owners. Mm, Fabulous. Okay, what are some of the most common challenges you've noticed owners face when it comes to dealing with their strata building and what's worked best in terms of overcoming them? It's definitely a lack of understanding of all of the paperwork that owners receive. Mm. And as you said before, it's a lack of understanding of what they're getting into. Mm. We're all busy. We've all got busy lifestyles. We receive bundles and bundles of paperwork every year for our strata scheme and we really don't devote the time to reading it or understanding it. So Mm. it's really a lack of understanding of the copious amounts of paperwork that owners receive when they own in strata. Mm. It's a lack of time to devote to understanding what's happening in their strata scheme and how it affects them and the pitfalls of a few who are a few people who are often underqualified people making the decisions that affect all owners in the scheme. And by that I mean the committee. They are are generally people who are just like you and I or or just like the owner themselves. Mm. And they're making decisions based on the advice that they're receiving, but it's decisions that aren't always in the best interests of all owners. As far as overcoming those things, when you own an Estrada, you have to know what you're buying into. As we said before, a lot of people don't understand what they're buying into. They must pay attention to what's happening and you have to play an active role in protecting your investment. If you don't, then you need to ensure that someone else is doing that for you, really. Owning and living in Strata can be a very good investment and it can be a great way of life, as I said earlier, but there are pitfalls and especially if you don't understand what you're buying into. Mm. Now, you mentioned there, Kelly, encouraging owners to pay attention and to take an active role. Now, we probably have some listeners who, because they're listening to this podcast, are eager to do just that. So can you suggest any actions or some quick wins that a listener can take today to get started with improving their engagement with their strata community? 
Definitely by reading everything that comes out. Yep. And if they don't understand it, then don't be afraid to ask questions. So true. Yep. Uh, and and ask them of however many people you need to ask them of until you get the answers, mm. until you understand and get advice early. Don't leave it until you've got a problem. Exactly. And don't forget to make contact with your strata manager. Know who they are because I come across quite a few owners who just don't know who their strata manager is or how to contact them. And that's not saying that you should bombard your strata manager with phone calls and emails, but they definitely should, I think, be your first point of contact just to introduce yourself, say, hey, I'm a new owner. I've just bought, I'm in this lot. When's the next meeting? Can I have the minutes of the last meeting? And that's a really good place to start, I think, to Absolutely. have that engagement with your community. Definitely. And your strata manager should be a valuable resource for you and all other owners in the scheme. Mm, I agree. Okay, Kelly, personal question. What books have you read that have had the greatest impact on you and why? Well, it's quite funny and quite boring, really. At the moment, <laughs> I'm reading a manual. Which, of course. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I'm sure um, a lot of managers and, and those in the industry can relate to that. <laughs> this manual is is having a very big impact on me and I think it's going to have a very big impact in the strata industry. Right. And it is called the ABMA Building Management Code. Right. At the moment, it's a Queensland edition. However, they're currently working on Australia-wide editions. And the ABMA is the Australian Building Management Accreditation. Right. It's going to change the way that buildings are managed. It'll provide, or it does provide, a code by which all obligations and requirements for building management are met. So it's going to be an extremely valuable resource, not just to building managers, but also to committees and owners. Mm. You know, anyone who's trying to understand all the different requirements under the many different pieces of legislation that affect strata schemes, it's going to give buildings a code to work towards and day-to-day tips and hints for successful operation of the building, everything from how to manage minor works to what really are the requirements around fire compliance, for instance. So your fire contractors who come in and service your equipment will quite often make all of these recommendations to do things, and sometimes they are just that. They're recommendations and they're not requirements. And there's a lot of confusion about what is a requirement and what is a recommendation. So this helps to to weed out all of that grey and give very black and white answers to things. That sounds like a fascinating document. And it, it's a step-by-step manual. It's fantastic, yeah. Is that a public document yet? Is that something we can have a link to and I can put it up in the show notes for the episode? I'm sure you can have a link to It's something that needs to be purchased. And right. And when you purchase it, you get it electronically or in this big, thick manual. Okay. Or you get it both ways, sorry. And buildings can then be audited to show that they comply with the code and have a plaque in their building that, that states that they comply with the code. So, right. Okay. Um, I might yes. find the link to, to purchase that and I'll put it up if any yes. of our listeners want to check it out. Thanks for that tip. Any other books? Or oh, that's where your head is at the moment? That's where my head is at the moment, yes. And, okay. And when you see the manual, you'll understand why. <laughs> right. Okay. Looking forward to it. Not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kelly, just before we wrap up, how do listeners find out more about you and is there anything that you'd like to add before we say goodbye? How they find out about Wright and Lee and myself is 
Give me a call. Ring me on mobile 0432 I'm happy to have a chat to owners and just sometimes it's just a matter of someone to head them in the right direction and sometimes they do need more help. Otherwise, visit our website at www.writeandlee.com.au or email me direct, kelly, K-E-L-L-I-E, at writeandlee.com.au. Wonderful. And before I go, I'd like to once again just stress that it might sound really complicated being an owner of Strata property, but it can be a great lifestyle and a very good investment. I agree 100%. Thank you so much for your time, Kelly. It's been a pleasure having you as a guest on our show. Thank you, Amanda. Thank you for listening to Your Strata Property, the podcast which consistently delivers to property owners reliable and accurate information about their strata property. You can access all the information below this episode via the show notes at www.yourstrataproperty.com.au. You can also ask questions in the comments section, which Amanda will answer in her upcoming episodes. How can Amanda help you today? 